been feeling so down I think they should know now I think they should know What's up? That's that road I've been down I know how it go down I know how it go now What's up? The thing about rap music I feel like I don't belong It started in the Bronx in the 1970s And for so much of the early time that it was going It was just this underground thing It was this expression of emotion I'm sure that as a subculture, it was not perfectly woke. Anything that's that small always has corners of it that are problematic. But the time between when rap started as a basic subculture, I mean, really early stuff was maybe like the late 60s, to the time when it went really mainstream, it was like a decade. And the first really mainstream group was a group called Sugar Hill Gang that made a song called Rapper's Delight. Now, this song is not woke by any means. It is not a song about positivity, exactly. It's a song about success in kind of the same braggadocious way as you see rap is today. And maybe one of the biggest crimes that they committed, at least to the rap community at the time, is that it was really inauthentic. The song is totally stolen. The whole group was created by this producer who just went around asking her son's friends if they knew rappers, and they kind of directed her towards people who were willing to rap or interested in rapping. But anyone who was in the subculture didn't want to sell out. They didn't want rap to go mainstream. They didn't want to be seen that way. They didn't want to become like rock and roll. They wanted something that was special, unique to them and personal. And so she wound up having to go to sort of second tier people. And these second tier people just sort of stole their rap lyrics, stole the beats. The music that you're hearing right now was from a band that never gave permission for them to use it. It was a big deal within the community that this song that you're listening to now, Rapper's Delight, had almost no original pieces by Sugar Hill Gang. And I'm not going to claim that this is an especially good or novel song. From a rhyme scheme standpoint, it's pretty basic. From a lyric standpoint, it is lacking any nuance or anything all that interesting that it's saying. But it did start the whole thing off and kind of from its beginning rap and hip-hop were intensely linked to money maybe not the very very early days but there was not a lot of time between when rap started gaining some recognition and when it was almost exclusively about money It's not like with rock and roll, where you have someone like Elvis kind of breaking through and being this unique talent, which was problematic in its own way. And uh, you can talk about the appropriation of Elvis that the black churches that he used. But at the end of the day, with rap music, from the very beginning, it was kind of about the money. And in a lot of ways, I think that's contributed to some of the worst most problematic pieces of rap music. Because Sugar Hill Gang was not the band, the group that set the tone for rap music. The group that set the tone for rap music was called NWA, or N-Words with Attitude. And 
they were massive. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. This is sort of the invention of the gangster rap movement. And the idea of rappers as these kind of tough criminals. There had been stuff beforehand, but N.W.A. really cemented it. Whereas Sugar Hill Gang had been about creating a fantasy of money and success. Because it was a bunch of people who didn't ever wind up having that much success. Or at least whose success didn't last that long. N.W.A. was about creating a fantasy of being these hardened street criminals. And there was one member who kind of had some experience, Easy, e but for the most part, it was the kind of illegal stuff that they did was really stupid stuff. They wrote a very famous song called Fuck the Police. And they wrote the song because they got arrested. And they got arrested because they were driving down the 405 freeway shooting paintballs at random cars. This song is one that became kind of a protest anthem and resonated a lot with the black community. But at the same time, the bannermen for the protest were kind of immature assholes. And again, money and fantasy, along with kind of this image of a tough guy and the misogyny that accompanied that, were all intertwined in a really big way with this group. It was certainly music that people related to because it felt authentic and honest or just felt like something they'd never heard before. But it was also music that very much came from people who were trying to make money off of it. And, of course, that's still true today. I mean, so much of the biggest musical acts are making a ton of money. But one of the things that I really like about Hassan's video is this idea that rap music is still protest music. At one point in the video, I don't know if you watched the whole Hassan clip, but he references uh, an American rap video about a guy who's using images of uh, shootings in order to make a political statement called This is America. It's the same artist as the guy who I showed you in Freaks and Geeks. He is just much more famous in This Is America, and he's making a much more cohesive point. Rap music is still something that can kind of be performed in public, in a social group, in a way that electric guitars can't really be done so cheaply. And there's a lot of rap music out there that is not misogynistic. Most of the stuff that is well-known or that makes headlines is the stuff that's also controversial. But the artist that I started this podcast out with, the artist that you're listening to right now, is named Logic. And I think maybe if there's a rapper he would like, it might be Logic. No guarantees, of course, you don't have to like him. He has excellent lyrics that aren't about hating people or about putting people down. 
and just about a very positive state that he lives in. He just said Glover instead, and that's about Childish Gambino. I'm never gonna expect you to love rap music or to really get behind it. You don't have to like it that much. But I I think I'd like to find a way to show you how good it can be. And not just the problematic side of it. Because then maybe you can see why there's something in it worth saving. I don't know if that makes sense. It's something I love. And I love you. I think I'm hoping I can explain it to you. Even if you never love it. Just so you'll kind of get it. I love you, Emily.